Hey, listener, are you happy with your current chicken wings? Do you wish you had something a little saucier? If you answered yes, then it might be time for you to break up with your old chicken wings and get a new honey. Lemon pepper wing from Popeye's. Share the wings with your friends so they can see it's time to move on, too. Head to Popeye's and get six-piece honey lemon pepper wings for $5.99. At participating U.S. restaurants, price may vary. Well, the history has changed since that statement. You know, um, a lot of things went on last year that I was very proud of him, and I made a decision that this was best for our football team. What was the decision-making process for you like, knowing that some people might go back to those comments you made publicly about Brown and say, wait a minute, hasn't this guy had enough chances? I could give a what they think. The only thing I care about is this football team and what's best for us. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Michael Smith, good to see you in uh, your great sweatshirt. You know, uh, you, you uh, often use this platform to talk about something that you're passionate about, and that is the interviewing process. And um, it's really interesting. Sometimes, and I'm not criticizing the reporter here. Don't, 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 <laughs> don't, don't get me wrong here. But sometimes a subject will take a path, an opening from a reporter, and go off in a whole different direction they ain't got, mm-hmm. ain't got bleep to do a bleep, as Jamie Foxx once said in, in a comedy special. Ain't got nothing to do with anything. So, so Bruce Arians took that that lifeline and was like, "Hey, I don't care what anybody said. I don't care what anybody said. You know, all I cared about this football team, and, and we go, we go, go out there and we go play for each other." Okay, look. The real issue is not some people say, and what do you say to those who ask? No, here we go. Let's just let's get you centered here, Bruce. You said, you said that Antonio Brown was going to be one and done. If anything goes wrong with Antonio Brown, he won't be on this football team. Something really went wrong with Antonio Brown. What changed? He's a different person now. What's different? Because you were proud of him last year. He made it through, not a full season, but he made it through, and you won a Super Bowl. Now, this year, he's not, he didn't make it through a full season here, and it wasn't just because of injuries. It was because he had a fake vaccination card. Now he's proud. Mike, I love this. He's proud. He got busted with his fake vaccination card. Then he went to get vaccinated. Now he wanted to tell everybody, hey, I'm vaccinated. <laughs> I got the proof for you. Yeah, you, you vaccinated now, but you had a fake card, homeboy. And that's why you got suspended for three games. Look. The bottom line, I said to you yesterday, anytime you want to rely on Antonio Brown as, as a primary part of your team at this stage of his career, you're in trouble. If you want to make excuses for Antonio Brown, go ahead and do it. As the great Lauren Hill once said, you sold, you sold your soul for some Muzak that was whack. And that whack Muzak is Antonio Brown right now, right now. So, okay, go ahead, Tampa. Winning a Super Bowl, Mike, is supposed to liberate you. Winning a Super Bowl is supposed to free you from all the stuff people have said about you, all your baggage, whatever. But it's almost as if Tampa Bay, Tom Brady, Bruce Arians, Jason Light are all making this decision because they feel like they have to. They have to do this to get another Super Bowl and they don't realize 
They are now free of Antonio Brown, but they're getting themselves getting themselves caught up in the AB madness and it's going to come back and haunt them. I promise you it will haunt them. They will rule the day. Yeah. They yeah, will rule the day so. if they got back into the bed under those is he covers. More, is he going is he going to get in more trouble? You mean? What do you mean? Off the field? What do you mean? I mean, it is not a good. It's not going to be good for the team to have him there and because I, I think the message. The message also is clear. The Raiders moved on from Antonio Brown. Well, yeah, because he asked for it, but also it was good for them. The Patriots moved on from Antonio Brown. He didn't ask for it. It was good for them. Tom it made Tom Brady mad, but it was good for them to move on from Antonio Brown spiritually. It was good to move on from him. And the, and the Buccaneers should have moved on from him. I, I, I'm telling you, yeah, some players want him there, but I think the message sure, it sends to the entire, not all of them, not all of them. The I message it sends to the football, the message, the message it sends to the football team is, is, hey, we will do anything. We will do anything. We will look away. We will look away if it's the right guy. If it's the right guy. We'll look away from some nonsense. Now, if somebody else does it. Right. Maybe it's a double standard, but uh, no. But that's not that's not cool. That's not cool. I know what's happened before. Water's, that's not cool. I was about to say, water's wet, sky is blue, and you make exceptions for exceptional talent. Like I would be surprised if he went the talent. other way. He's not an exceptional talent yeah, he anymore. He's not an exceptional. Oh yes, talent. He is. he's a good player. He's a good football player. Is he like Antonio Brown was? Don't you agree? At one point, he was like, a, 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 like the number one or, or like best top receiver five in receiver in football. He was the best receiver. At, right? In okay, we we agree. We agree. You think he's that yeah. now? No. You think? He's but that doesn't now? mean he's not an exceptional okay. talent. Right. I mean, there's, there's right. a middle ground between exceptional talent and the best receiver in the National Football League. He's the Buccaneers' best healthy receiver right now. I would have been surprised. And we talked about this when this was up for discussion. Uh, and it could go either way. I told, I call, I call BS on that. As soon as Bruce Arians said it, this was never going the other way. I would have been surprised Why not? if they had let Why him not? go. That would have shocked me more than them keeping him, because this is the way it's always gone in professional football. This is the way it's always gone in professional sports. This is the way it always goes in life. The more you can do for people, the more they let you get away with. Now you said a couple of things about the Raiders and before them the Steelers, but the Steelers. Steelers, right? The Raiders, Why'd they move on, and the Patriots. They moved on when Antonio Brown left them little to no choice, and he had become not worth the trouble. We got to talk about this screw up. This one thing he he messes up one time and he's gone. Michael, I hate to break it to you, bro, but this ain't it. This was a bigger deal when it happened, and it's a bigger deal to us more than it is to Bruce Arians, that organization, and the people in that locker room. Most of the people in the NFL right now, when you look at the way the tide has turned away from testing for COVID, okay, and probably not as big a deal to most of the public at this point. Which is why we're here, okay? In, in 2021, going on 2022, it's a federal crime to forge your vaccination status. 
But I bet if you took a poll, anonymous or otherwise, of the players in that locker room, if they felt like Antonio Brown forging his vaccination status was, su was such a problem that it's worth cutting him and compromising whether you hold him in high regard or not, compromising their ability to repeat as Super Bowl champions, I guarantee you they are okay with, with Tampa Bay giving him another, another, another shot, a second, second chance. Because the thing that he did, the, I mean, look, man, we, you and I say all the time, as the facts change, so does my opinion. I actually right. understand whether I agree with it is irrelevant, but I understand Bruce Arians calculus here. If he screws up one time, he's gone. What he should have said was, hey, we'll see because the screw up isn't that big a deal to them as it relates to the value he brings to the team. Michael, I don't know if you remember this because it's been a while since we've seen him. His last three games. Remember the first game of the season against Dallas. He had five for 121 in a touchdown. His last three games, Tom Brady targeted him 11, 8, and 13 times. He caught seven, seven, and nine passes. And his last two games, he had 124 yards and 93 yards, two touchdowns and another touchdown, respectively. Okay? That's how critical yep. he is to the Bucs offense. So when the Bucs step back and look at it, they're like, okay. The league looked at this situation. Antonio Brown not only forged his vaccination status, he also <laughs> staged getting vaccinated after the fact, as in he forged a whole nurse and a whole clinic right. trying to fake that he got vaccinated after he'd already gotten busted. He's been busted twice, right. lowest of keys. Then right. he got vaccinated. Okay, let me say that again. Got busted with the fake card. Then right. tried to fake as though he was getting vaccinated with a fake nurse and with all that clinic, energy sent him on hey. a wild goose chase and he ended up getting all of three games, which you and I both said the day that it dropped because remember the news dropped in the middle of our show. We said man, ain't that what that's not even a slap on the wrist. Hey, so if you're the Buccaneers, take you're sitting your back butt, saying what a league gave him three games, a local clinic, take your butt to a clinic and get vaccinated. You can do it. Anybody could do it in about five minutes. Go down to the clinic and like all the energy he spends on this. Hey, hey go boss. do it. Hey boss. I know he don't family? want to. I know. I know. No, 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 I no, 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 no. Hold, no, no. Since we family, let me look out for you. Okay, dog. I see it. I see there, it. Yeah, I see yeah. It. There you go. There you go. Take your yeah, yeah. What is that? If I was there, I don't know. If I was there, I'd have picked it off gently. That's how close we are. I'd have gently picked it off for you if I was there. Other side, you got the wrong side, it? though. Opposite side on camera. There you go. Op op opposite side. Opposite side. Other, other way. Other way. There you go. Right there. Right there. Okay. Cool. What is that? That's better. I don't know, but it just was. It was. I'm just looking out for you. I. I. I hate. You know. I hate to interrupt our flow, but I couldn't let you go out like that. Was it there the whole time? Good to go out like that. Not the, Not whole, the whole time. time? Just relatively recently. Like it just so emerged it might have been and this. I couldn't take it anymore. Because I put this, I put I couldn't this on. I couldn't yeah. take it anymore. I, I had to, I had All to right. say something because I would not be a I friend. What Thank you for being a friend. Travel down the road and back again. I would not have been a friend if I'd have just left you, you know, with some whatever a, on your face. That's a good test. I, I, had, I think that's a good test. That's a good test of friendship. When you have like, uh, you have like something like you eat a salad and you have something in your teeth. And yeah. you talk to somebody for like 20 teeth. minutes. Yeah, oh, no, I wouldn't have got would, it out your I teeth. Would. You got something, but you, I would, get, no, you don't go in there and say, you, you say, hey, man, oh, you got okay. something in your oh, teeth. Oh, yeah, right. Oh, or, yeah, of course. Of or course. or if you have something in your nose 
and you were talking yeah. to somebody for like 25 minutes, 30 minutes, you walk away oh, and you look good, in the mirror you're like, yo. Out. Why didn't they tell me? Why didn't they tell me? Okay. Right. Like, we, ain't, right. we ain't down. We ain't down like I yeah. thought we were. Oh, that's a good point. Right. Good point. Good that's looking good out. Test. You know, like, like just anyway. now, your appearance was my priority over my point. Whatever point I was look making, which I've now forgotten, your appearance took precedence over that. So I was saying, go right go ahead. Go down for, I said, Antonio Brown, it takes more energy to fake it. Oh, right. Then it does. It. Okay, oh, go, yes. go right so, down the street. Go right down the street. Get so it. the league gave him three games. The league gave him all the three games for a federal crime. Okay. <laughs> so if you're the Bucks, why would you, you can't make that up? Why would you cut him if you're the Buccaneers at this point? He served his punishment. The league handled it. Bruce Arians, and for that matter, 83 year old Tom Moore. I don't think that they're as upset about Antonio Brown compromising their health as we are. They're looking at it like this dude helps us win games. And unless and until yeah. Antonio Brown does not help a team win games, he will continue to get second, second chances. Like, I'm surprised that you're surprised. Yeah. Um, here's the thing I think good organizations, and we'll find out. We'll find out soon enough. I already had Tampa say, so I won't be able to, just so you know, I will not come back and say, I told you so when Tampa doesn't make it to the Super Bowl as if this is connected. Because I already said they're not my Super Bowl team. I said yesterday, I'm not going to just keep switching this around so it will fit the the narrative that I have. I think Green Bay or somebody else is going to the Super Bowl. I don't think it's going to be Tampa. I'll be surprised to see them in Los Angeles. But it sounds like you think this is bigger than football anyway, that it shouldn't even be about that. Put some respect on my name. Why? Why are we putting well, respect my, on your name, well, that's Antonio? Why? If, 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 Why? If I do have an issue with this, stay off the phone. Log off. Yeah. Put Always. the phone away. Okay. Look, the Play phone. Football. The phone. Put the phone the down. Phone like Eric Badu, put to, your phone down. Yeah, put the phone down. Put the phone down. Look, the phone has led to more trouble for Antonio Brown than anything else. You remember, even before he got cut, one of my favorite moments. I was thinking about this earlier today. It was entertaining, so I'm giving. I'm not gonna criticize him for this, even though if I'm, oh. if I'm his teammate, I'm not feeling it. To my back, what, Pittsburgh, that, that Kansas City. Remember the Kansas City playoff game, where he is like the team is the team. Mike Mike Tomlin say we're going up to Foxborough. Talk on the Facebook Live. We go, yeah, yeah. We got, yeah, yeah. We gonna take on those. We gonna take on those a holes. They ain't seen what we bring it like the whole thing. Everybody's around. Right. Antonio yeah. Brown is there, like on For the, the brand. Phone. Yeah, because he. Yeah, no, because he, hey. he has a brand to hey. uphold. He, he had to. Yeah, he had to give the people what he, they wanted. Hey, he's telling other receivers, come over, come over, check it out. Hey, yo, we live. We all of them. We live. Yeah, we live, Mike. dog. We live. All right. Anyway, Mike, so I would that's not. A, I that's, would never want Antonio Brown on my team. If I, I would never want him right. on my team. To be clear, but I understand where the but, bucks yeah, are coming but I'm from. Saying, but that was a phone situation for him there. He had a mm-hmm. phone situation that got him out of New England because he is yeah. texting a woman and he says he's threatening, right. essentially threatening oh, her and her kids. I know the all history. Right. So every, every, but I'm telling every you, this time, is what, all this the is evidence has been in the form of electronic communication that's busted him. Absolutely. But this is what smart organizations do. See, the Bucks just messed up here. Smart organizations move on from Antonio Brown and never regret it. You think the Steelers? I know the Steelers are, are life and death with their with the, with the playoffs, and like every game matters. Every like from now on, uh, now on uh, to the end of the season, 
they probably need to win out to make the playoffs or, or where they still have a chance of winning the AFC North. Sure. Do you think the Steelers right now are in this position because they don't have Antonio Brown? No. No, but I don't think that's uh, the so, point, Michael. I, I, I don't okay. I don't think I, so if you don't regret it, if you don't regret it, why not? Why not? Why not move on? Why not move on? This is what good organizations do. Bad no, organizations no. hold on. Yes, yes. No. He is no. He is okay. He is worth he All is right. so he's not worth Michael, the trouble. Michael. It's not worth it's not worth it. Go back to educate me. Go back educate to New me. England. I'm, 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 go back to New England. All right. Let's go back to New England. Let's okay. remember that New England signed him in the first place. Yep. Okay. With all that baggage and those two okay. teams that had cut him loose, they signed him in the first place. Right. That's number one. Number two, that situation with the threatening messages and whatnot, which eventually got him suspended. If I if I if I have my Antonio Brown screw ups, you know, it's remember correctly. It's hard, it's to, hard keep to keep up, keep. but we'll, we'll, we'll that situation was later. not we'll something. But that was not something that the Patriots could look their paying customers in the face and say, "Yeah, we're gonna keep. Huh. We're gonna keep Antonio Brown in spite of this." Okay. The they Raiders. Couldn't. He did everything possible, but they weren't going to do that. It was different, okay. like a, 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 an assault issue or a legal issue. My point is I'll get to it. I'll, I'll, I'll make it quick or quicker. Relatively speaking those issues pale in comparison. This this we're not talking about me and you and our sensibilities, Michael. Okay, pale right. in comparison to a fake vaccination card that he served a suspension okay. for. Okay, but so but, you want to talk but, about okay. move on. They are moving on. They're moving on from a fake vaccination card that as far as is their concern no harm, no foul. We need him. Okay. Godwin's out with an ACL tear. Evans got a hamstring. Fournette's hurt. Brady's forty-four. Hey, Tom, get your man's. That's it. Get your man's. Okay. Get him in line. Keep him in line. Because other than this, what has he done? What has he done since he's been in Tampa? Other than this, that would say to Bruce Arians, "All right, I could try to move on without him on Probably principle, or I could try to Based get another history. another one of these Lombardies." Probably that, there's lot. no there's no math there. Probably. He's probably done. But there's lot. no okay. math. There. Let, 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 okay, let's like, just, why, let's why would you honest. expect anything different? That's what I that's my question to you. Why would you expect them to behave any differently? Why do you expect them to act on principle as opposed to profit? This is business at the end of the day. Because it usually gets worse. The history, the history of Antonio Brown says once he does something, he doesn't just turn it around. Okay, once he does something, it's going to get worse. Somehow, some way, it's going to get worse. That's what, that, that, that's my calculation. I'm going to gamble. Here's my gamble. Okay, yeah. Oh, okay, good for you, Bruce. You get the custom press conferences. You good for you, Bruce. You tell it like it is, and that Kango has never been tighter. You tell it like it is, Bruce, and that's why everybody loves you. Oh, go ahead and cuss in the press conference. You don't care what anybody says. How about this? They're asking you to question Bruce because you said it. But it, okay, let's back to Antonio Brown. And you said, forget about my sensibilities. It ain't about me. My sensibilities have nothing to do with this. It does. It's got well. That, oh, your oh, your no, take no, no, is rooted in this, isn't it? Is it not? No, it's not. It, nope. Isn't that, that why you're nope. why you think they should nope. cut him based on? Because you you feel like the fake vaccination card is enough of a strike. This is what I think. 
This is what I think. I'm focusing on not what it was. I'm focusing on the federal crime part. Right. So is a federal crime not is, is that not a big deal? Like a federal so any if it's I don't, if I don't get any worth. details if I if I say well that's what the league says <laughs> and that's foolish. So, so I don't need to I don't need to be aligned with the NFL if I'm looking at it. Right. I got common sense. So if right. you don't tell me the details, you just say one of your players, one of your players did something, and this thing that he did, it's it's actually a federal crime. Did you know that? Oh really? Yeah. Okay. And I, and, okay. 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 <laughs> Great. Let's role play. Great. Let's role play. And and okay. I and I and, and my right. job okay. is to win a Super Bowl. All right. Well, what's the federal okay. crime? You already got. Well, what's you already the got federal one. crime exactly? What what is the federal crime he, exactly? He, he, he faked, <laughs> are we talking? Are we talking? His, he faked his vaccination status. He actually, uh, sir. Oh put, well. Put you, I mean, look. He put. Look, I know I you're mean, trying hey. to win a Super Bowl. Well, the on. vaccine is such a polarizing issue anyway. It is polarizing. Uh, it is polarizing. You know, it was and, dumb. And it, but you know what would be dumber? Cutting what? arguably our best receiver. Okay, that'd and be tell dumb. You, look, that'd be dumber. Guy, uh, sir, I don't need to tell you what my vaccination status is because it's not about me. It's not about me. Yeah, you know, this is the United States of America. People are free to do whatever they want to do. And that's what makes the country great. So I don't, you know, hey. As, as, as my friend Michael Smith uh, said the other day, you like it, I love it. Okay, great. Now, what I do want to say to you, though, as a football coach who's trying to win a Super Bowl again, you won it last year, I would think with these variants out here, and it's going to be another one, you know that, these variants out here, mm -hmm. and you have a guy who claims to be vaccinated and he's not, that could potentially take out your team as you're trying to win a Super Bowl. So some of your best players, not just Antonio Brown, some of your best players may not be vaccinated because if I'm not mistaken, you have a, a elderly quarterback, right? <laughs> Your elderly quarterback could be in danger with Antonio Brown. The funniest thing you've said this entire <laughs> segment that they have an elderly quarterback. Thank you. Um, thank you. As thank we go, you. as we go to break, uh, as we go to break, uh, I will once again, as I've done before, quote the immortal words of the great Andre 3000 saying all depends on okay, what you believe in. Faith is what you make it. That's the hardest shit since MC Wren. So, the reason I facetiously asked, what's the federal crime? All right, it's over. He paid it. He paid the. He got. He got punished. He sat for three games. Okay, his last strike is really kind of yeah. just on the outside corner. It's like, all right, you know, we can look past it. Ah, but Greg now Maddox like, gets the call. Game. The list. Greg Maddox is gets long. that call. Antonio Brown doesn't. It's all credibility. The, the list is long in NFL history of guys who get chances for doing way worse than this. No matter how bad you and I think it is. Federal crime and okay. all. The Let list is long this. of guys who get second chances. And if the but and I'll say it again, if the Bucks didn't give him a second chance, somebody yeah. else for damn sure would have. Let me ask Maybe you. Maybe even this, your Green Bay Packers. Let me ask you this. Maybe even your Green Bay Packers. Let me ask you this. You smarty yeah. You smarty Can you kick my ass? No, I'm just kidding. No, no, seriously, I have a question. Question for you is what other show, Michael Smith, can start off with the Lauren Hill verse and then wind up the A block with Andre 3000? Brother from another. And that ain't even counting we alone. dropped in between. Oh. There was a Golden Girls reference somewhere in there. And a Golden Girl. I love Betty White, they sleep, by the way. They're sleeping on us, dog. They're sleeping on us. They're sleeping. Wake up!
We're selling tapes off the I truck. Do love Dietz and Watson's been making meats and cheeses the right way since forever. What's that mean? It means never cutting corners, ever. It means cooking, not processing. It means our Virginia brand ham that's cooked to perfection, then twice baked to layer the flavors. It takes more time, but you can taste the difference. We come to work every day to do it the right way, even if it's the hard way. Because if it's not right for us, it's not right for you. Dietz and Watson, it's a family thing since 1939. I was already, you know, kind of in my head, uh, just, you know, coming back out, you know, trusting my knee, coming back uh, after missing 12 games. Uh, you know, basketball is really, you know, my escape. Uh, you know, I, I feel at my best, you know, when I play. Uh, I mean, it was just, you know, frustrating. Uh, even, you know, during the game, uh, running down the court, I heard, you know, some of my fans courtside told me I need to sit back out, so. Uh, I just don't know where they wanted me to get out of that. Normally, I mean, y'all seen it. Uh, when guys, you know, or anybody say anything negative about me, you know, it normally, you know, feels but, uh, tonight's, uh, you know, remarks from, you know, those fans actually hurt. Mike, for a while, you've been wanting to talk about the Cleveland Cavaliers. You're Cleveland Cavaliers. Yeah. My version yeah. of the Cavaliers has been the Memphis Grizzlies. The before last night, Ja Morant less Memphis Grizzlies, who in the 12 games that he missed, uh, went 10 and 2 and had a net two. rating of like plus 16.5 as a net rating. Their defense shot up the, the rankings. Uh, they were blowing people out left and right, including the Thunder by 73 points, an NBA record. Yeah. This is all without John Morant, all without their best player. So last night, John Morant comes back. They lose to the Thunder. Uh, Shea Gildas, Alexander's Thunder. Uh, I think it was 102.99. Yeah. Yep, it was. And and this this sound uh, that we just heard from John Morant, um, it, it vexes me. You know, I'm terribly vexed um, because... <laughs> I'm trying. I'm trying to determine what's the bigger issue here. That yeah. there is a this is good a, a so-called fan sitting courtside yeah. who is uninformed and dumb enough to not only say to speak such nonsense, but to speak it directly to the face of your franchise. Yeah. One of the most promising young superstars in the NBA who plays in Memphis, why you would say something like that to your star player as if there's a world in which the Grizzlies, despite how they play without him, as if there's a world in which the Grizzlies, Grizzlies are actually better without John Morant. Conversely, I'm not sure how I feel, and, and that's another way of saying I don't like John Morant being that honest. I love honesty from mm. people in general really? and athletes in particular. Wow. I didn't well, think you'd go there. I didn't think you'd go I there. I don't like I just don't like him acknowledging that that got to him. Cause I, I'd be shocked if he hasn't heard worse. Now maybe he was particularly vulnerable in this case. I'd be shocked yes. if he hasn't heard worse. Yes. I mean, we know that his dad, I believe, heard worse in Utah last year. Um mm -hmm. But I'd be shocked if he hasn't heard worse. Um, 
And he will definitely hear worse if the rest of the NBA's fan bases know that you're so sensitive and you got rabbit ears to the point where your home fans can get under your skin like that. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I, um, I wish he wouldn't have acknowledged it, but since he did, I have questions. One, was the fan serious? Was the fan being sarcastic? And in that moment, exactly. I, was I, Ja yeah. just... I think Ja might have just been so... You know... I, I don't doubt that he was sitting back at home watching his team flourish without him feeling some kind of way. And, as we've talked about, Michael, right. these kids stay on social media. He's reading yeah. people saying this, whether it's, you know, random fans or whether it's mainstream media. He's reading people say, uh, making comments like, man, the Grizzlies look better, especially defensively, without Ja Morant. Somebody, I'm sure, you know, gotten his mentions or whatever and said, yo, man, they look better yeah. without you. And unfortunately, it probably did eat at his subconscious to the point where now he's off social media altogether. Unfortunately, this is unfortunate. So I wonder if the mm. fan was being sarcastic, if he was just yeah. being vulnerable, and it was just a bad time. He was, like he said, he was already in his own head. But if the fan was being serious, Michael Holly, I say we ban the fan for life. If that <laughs> fan was serious, you don't deserve courtside seats Come to on. the grindhouse. Come on. You don't deserve courtside seats to the grindhouse hey, if listen. that person was serious. I need a full-on investigation. I need to we know. We're talking about the freedom. We're talking I about need the freedom to know. in the United States of America. You have the freedom I need to, know. to state your opinion. And we have the freedom I need to, to say... Know. You is an idiot. Okay, <laughs> come on. You I'm, can't I, I, I'm saying there is no way that somebody should be allowed the privilege of courtside seats if they sincerely believe that the Grizzlies are better without John Morant. And man, this is the type of stuff that drive these these dudes from small markets. Remember that time there was like an article about Kevin Durant that bothered yeah. him. <laughs> and I'm saying that's why he went to Golden State. But I'm just saying like they file this stuff what? away, man. Well, Next thing you well, know, when John Moran leaves as a free agent, you're wondering why. What? Well, hold on. <laughs> they don't appreciate hey, me in Memphis. Hey, I mean, hey, I just... Hey, listen. This if is... it's going to bother you in a small market, there's going to be more of it in a big market. It's just the way it is. But before we get... Before I get too far, though, before I get too far down the road, I do want to quote a writer named Jack Maloney. Jack Maloney pointed out that right. uh, Grizzlies fans yelling at Morant, he says, are obviously misguided. While the team did go on a big run without him, their schedule had a lot to do with that. They beat the Thunder. They beat the Kings twice. That's three. They beat the Rockets. That's four. They beat the, they beat the Mavericks without Luka. That's five. 76ers without Embiid. Six. So, so okay, right there. That's six out of ten against some bums or good teams missing their franchise player. And then uh, Jack says, only three of their 10 wins without Morant came against teams above 500. So let's just, mm -hmm. as we kind of do the anatomy on this 10 and, 10 and 2 streak, well, it's not as impressive as it looks from afar. Now, I got to tell you, my brother, I do disagree with you on John Morant being I said so a lot. honest. Okay. I, no, it's good, though. It's good. I like that you said it because there's some things. See, I always, I, Michael, I told you this. I, I, I gave you a fraction of this in a, in a text. We didn't have a, you know, since we have these conversations daily on the air, it's, it's, I'm not complaining. I'm not complaining. Okay. This is not a passive aggressive thing. I'm just pointing out because this is what we just get real on this show. 
Since we talk daily on the air, we talk less on the phone. You know, have you noticed that like lately, since we're always talking, we don't talk off the air as much as we used to. You, you agree with that? Kind That's of? true. Is that no? are you sure okay. it doesn't bother I, you? You sure you sure it doesn't bother you? That's not. Uh, are you trying to tell me something? Or you, do you miss me? Do you no, want no, more no, of no, me? I, 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 Just I, I, like I, I was mean, shocked uh, I, that you were surprised by the Bucks' position on Antonio Brown, I'd be shocked if you weren't sick and tired of me by five o'clock every day. I would be sick and tired of me by five o'clock every day. Is that right? Okay. Well, we don't talk as much. So I told you this in a text message, kind of. I told you a little bit. I'm just gonna let, let that go. <laughs> yeah. So anyway. <laughs> anyway. So uh, anyway. I ain't gonna touch that. So anyway. Yeah. yeah. Look, I'm self-aware. Yeah. If nothing, I'm nothing yeah. is not self-aware. I know you're self-aware. I know that. All right. So I told you in a text that this time of year, I start to mentally, I just start to melt. Okay, I'm melting down. I'm shutting down. Uh, it, it's it's reaching. Oh, that's what it where, is. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh. Oh, no wonder. Uh, okay. <laughs> okay, that's good. I deserve that. Yeah. yeah. Um. But part of it, at the end of the year, I start to assess. I start to think. Okay. Okay. What you know? What are, what are we looking for? What are we looking for? It's no. It's not a. Uh. uh Resolutions. I don't. I don't get into that. I'm just trying to think of the year. I think about the year. You know what? What happened? What the blessings were? What I learned? Mm-hmm. All of these things. And one of the things I've been thinking about for the last couple of months is more vulnerability from myself hmm. and from hmm. and from my brothers, especially from my brothers. Okay, hmm. brothers out there. I, I. You know. I just. Some people call it toxic max masculinity. That goes too far. I'm just saying that. It's all right. It's all right to be vulnerable. It's all right to be vulnerable in a lot of spaces in the sports space in the sports talk mm. space in songs mm-hmm. like I don't yeah. want to hear any more love songs where where brothers are talking about how you you feeling somebody but you still got to keep a pose. No, no break it down. Break it down. Break down the wall. I want to see it all because we got that we got dimensions to our personalities. We do. It's not always Hey, I got to be the strong man. No, sometimes you don't feel strong. You think strong, but sometimes you don't feel it. So I like yeah. that John Morant said, hey, most of the time, this is good. Most yeah. of the time, my critics yeah. fuel me. In this right. case, it hurt, it hurt me. And that's a good and thing. It, that's it, a good it discussion. Hurt because, why now? Well, I'll tell you what. Well, I'm going to tell you why. I'm going to tell you why. Because I know this is how it works with me. The only thing, you know how they say hit dogs holler? The only yep. thing that ever bothers me that somebody says, I think I mentioned this to you before, because we've had similar to this conversation before. The only yep. thing that ever bothers me is something that speaks to an existing insecurity. So if somebody says something that triggers me, it's probably because that little voice in the back of my head was already saying it to me. That's right. To begin with. And, and, so because and that's what he, said. he was already that. feeling, he, yep. he yep. acknowledged it. He was like, I was already in yep. my own head. I was already feeling something weird about how well they were doing without me. And I'm, I'm rusty coming back. And all of a sudden somebody says this. So it hit him at a vulnerable time. I'm not saying the kid is weak at all. Far from it. Oh, I'm, oh, oh, saying, I'm not either. I'm not okay. either. I, but from, I'm simply saying like just the like, opposite. Just the you opposite. got you got two sons. I got one son. I guess as a defense mechanism. And maybe this is your point about evolving, Michael. 
like the more you let them know that they're bothering you, the more they're going to do it. And maybe yeah, that's yeah. maybe maybe that's judgmental on my part. Maybe it's because I'm looking at it and thinking that this should be water off a duck's back and Josh shouldn't let this bother him because it's so ridiculous to anybody with a look at common sense. But I hear you. I do hear you and I, I appreciate you pushing yeah, back I, on that. And, this is this is his headspace and he's entitled to it. And you know and beyond that, I'll, I'll tell you this like that, that was a great headline. Yes. Hey, John, the bed, the, 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 the Grizzlies need you. We know that. We know that the Grizzlies need them. I mean, like everybody knows that. Um, Except for this dumbass the, the, sitting courtside. Yeah, like, who is this person? Yeah, I didn't know who this person unless, was. <laughs> unless he thought he was just being, you know, he's being funny. It's like, hey, you know, it, maybe he been. thought he was being ironic. And and sometimes that's why you sit in courtside. You're not as funny as you thought. Uh, you, yeah. Maybe maybe you think that line that, that line is just out of place, and you don't know who you're saying to and how they're receiving it. But I think part of uh, part of criticism. The good thing that he's going through is he's acknowledging it and I need to be consistent and maybe I need to say this about Kevin Durant too because I've always said to him. Hey, why are you paying attention? But paying attention mm -hmm. and acknowledging that it hurts you is a way of getting through it. Maybe maybe uh, you know John Morant is 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 going to have a breakthrough and start to say why do these things get to me? And he's correcting something that's going on with him. He can correct that hole in this swing. We use a baseball analogy earlier. Let's just keep it going with baseball. Correct that hole in this swing. And so down the road, when somebody says something, mm -hmm. it won't get to him as much. I'll tell you. I'll tell you a story uh, and how it worked with me. I, okay. I remember a, a kid. Uh, I, I was trying to inspire oh, some kid. This is, this is growth. This is this, this is, is growth. growth. This, is, this is growth. This is growth. <laughs> right. I was <laughs> I was trying to inspire some uh, some kid uh, years ago. He went to my school, Point Park College, now Point Park University. And I told him he called he called me had some you know you you you've done this many times. Somebody calls for an interview. Can you tell me this? Uh, yeah. Can you tell me about your story about your journey? I'm interested in journalism. And this kid called from Point Park. I was so excited that he wanted to talk to me. So I said, let, yeah. let me help this kid. And I'm going to inspire somebody by telling him my story. I said, you know, uh, telling this kid this. Now I was, I was very uh, sensitive about it. And then I said, okay, no, I'm not. I'm, I'm going to get through this. I said, you know that um, when I got, I, I was, when I got to Point Park, I was admitted to Point Park on probation. Did you know that? Mm -hmm. On academic probation, I was I was admitted. And I had some I had some bad habits in high school, and I talked my way. True story. I talked my way. I never tell you this before. I talked my way into school. Did I tell you that? I don't think so, but it doesn't surprise me. Yeah. At least. Yeah, I talked my way in. They said, "Look, um, you seem like a, a, a." I was 17 years old. Yeah, you seem like a good young man, impressive young man. Hey, what's going on though? We, we, you know, those grades are not as high as we'd like to see. I said, look, well, I have myself to blame. Uh, I figured it out now late in, in my high school career. And if you uh, will allow me into your school, I will prove it to you. I will prove it to you that I'm worthy. And they said, all right. Mm. So they, al they allow me into school. I, I did well. In, I did well in college. Okay. Mm -hmm. So I told him that story to inspire him. 
I then then the Penguins played the Bruins in the playoffs. He didn't like my Bruins take. I was, you know, I was rooting for the Bruins, you know. He didn't like my Bruins take and he he turned around to use it against me. He said, "Uh, you see, and that's why that's why you were so terrible in high school." Mm. But you know what it took? It took that for me to say, "Oh, wow. This is great. I'm already beyond that point." You can't use mm-hmm. that against me because I shared right. that with you. Because I've owned it. So since yeah, I owned it. since I shared it, it, yeah, I delivered yeah. it to you. You can't turn around and it's not a dagger for me. That's that, okay. This time is out. Elevation. Time baby. out. This is elevation. That's that's beautiful. That's a word for somebody. Without derailing the conversation, I need to make an observation. Okay. That's going to harken back to a conversation we had a couple of weeks ago. Maybe it was last week. Okay. I lose track. Okay. I'm what here, you I'm just said. Okay. Well, can you do me a favor? Okay. Yep. Well, I, you can't promise this because if I say something, you're gonna have to respond. But I would prefer if you just let me say it and we keep it moving. All right. Do you remember when we were adding about the Buffalo Bills feeling some kind of way? <laughs> Feeling some kind of yeah. way about I think it was was it Jerry Sullivan's question. Should you be embarrassed because the Patriots threw three passes on you and won the game running the ball the way they did and I said it was a trigger and you said I get to decide what's a trigger. That is the science. That is the principle behind the Swatsky methodology that I swear by because if the person being interviewed introduces that value introduces that issue then you can then respond to it and they've already owned it versus you as the interviewer introducing it and now it becomes a problem so what you just said which was beautiful you play too much that's what happens you ain't listen to a damn thing i'm saying which is no different than any other day i can hear you i should probably start calling y'all oh you can i'm about to call y'all kinds of names and test it out I, I can hear you me. call me names too. I can so hear you. You, you, play, I hear exactly you play what you're too saying, much. So don't you, try anything funny. You, you, you play too much. That's I heard what happens. You. you play. You play, you play too much, and then you pull your yeah. IV out. You have enough trouble <laughs> with your IV as right. it is. That's right, bro. Right. What are you I doing? Know. You didn't. You didn't have all kinds of you. crap on your I face. Your IV messed up. I mean, it just, it's just, it's just it's all kind. You just going like all kind of stuff going on into your day. Anyway, moving right. on from that, I just want to observe that you spoke but to what I was speaking to. That's right. Because because you owned it. You owned that issue. So back to John Moran. I think we've arrived at the solution here. Why did that bother John Morant? Because he was thinking it anyway. He was feeling that yes. way anyway. That's so right. he's got That's to right. get to the source of that insecurity. Why did he why did somebody who's one of the most exciting players in the NBA, you know, who early in the season, very early in the season was like, yo, could this dude be coming for MVP? His numbers are outstanding whose game has gotten better since last year and we saw him show out last year and in the postseason because remember a lot of people think about that Lakers game. That's the dude that sent Steph Curry home last year. John Morant sent him home last year. Okay. Yep. So why does he feel insecure? That's what he needs to get to the root of his teammates have already come to his, his defense. They're supporting him. People with common sense are supporting him. Hopefully he can work through it. I just would prefer that he didn't let people know that they could get to him like that. But I understand what you're saying that you know what? Maybe it's just part of his process and there's a reason why I got to him and he needs to fix that. So hopefully he fixes this sooner rather than later. 
and that's all right. And, and, I, and I'm not criticizing him. I, I, I think it's beautiful what he did, what he said, that I'm yeah. hurt. How many people say, first of all, let's just start there, Mike. Think about basketball. Oh, let's no, just go back. Very, <laughs> yeah, no, that's hard to, that's hard just, to. Just to diagnose yeah. what it is. Yeah. They ain't going to be yeah. snippy with you. There's no passive right. aggressiveness. Oh, oh, right. I ain't talking to him. And you wonder what's going on. Somebody who just says, you know what? You know what that did to me? That hurt me. Usually mm-hmm. that gets me mm-hmm. going. That fires me up. But I was hurt by that. I'm in my head. That is a self-aware dude right there. And and to realize he says, I'm taking a break from social media. Not that social media is evil. It, I it, hate everybody it, on social media. It can be I'm toxic, taking though. a break. Yes. And yes. I know. Which everybody should do that. Everybody at yes. some point Good take a social media cleanse because it affects people in ways you don't even realize psychologically, emotionally, yeah. watching everybody's highlight film, reading everybody's comments. And I feel for these kids that came up on it because they don't know what to do without it. Like you and right. I, we may use it, but it's not something that we were raised on. These kids, this is all they know. It's a good point. It's and a good they, point. they identify so know. much with right. it. It's their identity. It's it's psychologically toxic. So you need a break from it for your own mental health. Um, so yeah, maybe this was a maybe this was a moment. And also too, Michael, it could spark people rallying around him, not just his teammates, but that fan base and that market could end up rallying around him and turning a frown upside down. So That's good. And that's the way to keep him. Okay, maybe that, that'll keep him. Yeah. He gets a lot of love yeah. after this. How could he walk away from Memphis? So do you want to start talking? Dietz and Watson's been making meats and cheeses the right way since forever. What's that mean? It means never cutting corners, ever. It means cooking, not processing. It means our Virginia brand ham that's cooked to perfection, then twice baked to layer the flavors. It takes more time, but you can taste the difference. We come to work every day to do it the right way, even if it's the hard way. Because if it's not right for us, it's not right for you. Dietz and Watson, it's a family thing since 1939. I was trying to be aggressive all night, especially, um, you know, with certain certain looks we had, and with the weather, usually you think just run the ball and all that. So I try to come in with a really aggressive mindset. Um, you know, we, we had a lot of, you know, try and try and hit some big play kind of things, and uh, so even there, I got the coverage I wanted, um, and I just I gave Zay a chance, and uh, obviously they, their corner sped up, stayed on top, and he went and made a play on the ball, which yeah, I have to give him credit, he made a great play, and um, you know after that. It's like, please just get. I promise we'll win the game. <laughs> you know, uh, I promise we'll win it. Just get it back. And uh, and and the defense did, and uh, and we were able to you know go back down the field and win the game. Oh, by the way, Michael Smith, Derek Carr is another one of those cats that I was just talking about. One of those guys. If you ask him a question, more often mm. than not, most of the time he will give you an answer. It will be a thoughtful answer. He will. He can go deep with you if you want to go deep with him. Uh, he can give yeah. you if you're on deadline. He can give you a nice little tweetable comment. So, uh, big fan of Derek Carr. I know you are too. Now, this is a huge win last night. I like all of these games down the stretch, and I'm gonna give the NFL credit. I've, I've criticized the NFL enough on a lot of topics. I'm gonna give the NFL credit 
of, of late season schedules. This is not one of them. It's not a divisional game, but the late season games are, are generally pretty interesting, especially when it comes down to the final month of the season because you have a lot of divisional matchups that have meaning, like tonight's uh, with Washington and Philadelphia. But in this game, Cleveland needed it. The Raiders really needed it. It was a 21st century. It was a 2021 game where the, the, the first string quarterback and the second string quarterback for Cleveland were both out with right. COVID. The head coach is out right. with COVID. Right. Uh, the Las Vegas Raiders uh, look like they have blown the game with that car interception, when, which he just alluded to. And for them to come back and get this win on a 48 yard field goal, big night for the LA Sorry, the LV Raiders. Damn, that, that was two markets ago. That was back. That was back. That yeah. was back and back. Oakland, LA, LV Oakland. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. To save their season. But shout out Derek Carr. I know uh, you have some things about his, mm. his ability to kind of bring yeah, a team back. I, this okay. is not, a, this I'll, is not I'll, your classic. This ain't your classic no. Derek Carr comeback, but it counts. Yeah, but it counts. It, it counts. Exactly. I, I'll go chronological with a couple of things here. Because just something, yeah, as usual, something you said just jumped out to me and it's taken me in a whole different direction. Uh, so Carr now has 28 game-winning drives. That is tied for the most since his debut in 2014. And here's another stat that'll blow your mind. I heard this today. Um, do you know that the Raiders are the only team since 2018 to use one quarterback? The That's only team. Only team, apparently. I mean, I, you know, you know, I'm, I didn't check my own research. Not supposed wow. to trust anybody else's research, but it sounds okay. good. So if it's wrong, so what? It is. I like. It. I'm, I'm, I hope it's I'm, true. I'm, I'm, I'm using it to make the point that Derek Carr, somehow classic. He's that classic quarterback. That's like, I'm sure there's a significant portion of the Raiders fan base that's looking for an upgrade. That's like, oh, yeah. you know, he's not the guy to get us there. But it's just like, a, he's dependable. B, more often than not, he transcends his circumstances. Uh, he's a really, really, really good quarterback. Um, is he a great quarterback? No, but ain't but a handful of great quarterbacks. But he's a dude that, for stretches, games or stretches, can look like an MVP. Yeah. He's probably yeah. one of those guys that needs things to be to go well around him. Um, but. You could do a lot worse than Derek Carr, and I—that's and I like I, not I a like compliment. Him. That's not a compliment. That's a backhanded compliment. That's like, oh, she got a good personality. Ooh. Like you could Ooh. do a lot worse than Derek. A lot worse. But let me emphasize that lot. You could do a lot worse than Derek Carr. So, more Raiders fans, whoever you are, need to love the one you with because the dude, dude's good, and he's been good. Look at that. Look at um, that picture. Look at all well, that. Well, the picture's muddled, and I don't, I don't like the picture. I don't like it. I don't like it. And it's crazy. You don't? The Browns are twelfth. The Browns are twelfth. They would have been fourth had Carlson not made that field goal. It's just that's just how much how significant. I'll, yeah. I'll agree with you about the word significant because it is week fifteen huge. still on a Tuesday night. It's still week fifteen. COVID put the week in week fifteen. Um, it's the games are obviously significant right now. So Browns on that field goal went from fourth potentially to twelfth in the AFC playoff picture. But your energy jumps out to me. Your enthusiasm jumps out to me, Michael Holly. Your enthusiasm for these games. Yeah. Like, I'm too young to remember 87. Although I do remember John Forcade. 
Remember, he was a big hit in New Orleans for those three replacement yes. player games. I also yep. love the movie The Replacements, starring Keanu Reeves. Mm-hmm. I forget the woman that he was uh, romantically involved with in the movie, but she was awesome, and I don't know whatever happened to her. Uh, but I enjoyed okay, that movie. We, the we can find that. We can find that. We'll find it. The point I'm getting at is, I feel yeah. like I'm watching replacement games. I feel like I'm watching strike games. Ooh, I, I just, I, really? I cannot keep. I don't know who's playing from time. I mean, I'm so, Michael. Okay, tonight, this, this just in. Okay, literally this just in. Garrett Gilbert is starting for the Washington football team against the Eagles tonight. Who? Exactly. Because neither right. Taylor Heineke nor Kyle, Kyle Allen, excuse me, tested out. They're on the reserve COVID list. Garrett Gilbert, who, wait, did you know? Wait a minute, you said who? Did you know that he was on yeah. New England's practice squad? Did no. you know that? No. He was on no. New England's I practice squad. I don't know who squad. he is. I have no idea. Exactly. You can give me 35 guesses. He is starting tonight. I don't, know where he, I don't know where he went to college. He's starting I tonight. I, I don't know his height, his weight. His race, nothing. I have no idea who a Ge- Garrett, Gilbert Garrett Gilbert is. Don't know. I mean, you know, I mean, you know, there's certain what? assumptions you can make about Brother? him, like Garrett Gilbert. Brother, but Brother? no. So what? I'm, what I'm getting at is, okay, it's like uh, I could not feign excitement about Browns Raiders. Come on. And Vikings Bears, for that matter. Here's the only thing I can think really? about from last night's game: oh, was man. Derek Carr was this kind of heartbreak is a little more acceptable for Browns fans because hell, what are you going to do, right? I to. mean, and it used to. your team's well, but your team's compromised. It's different. This isn't just like choking it away. Like who are you running out there? So for Browns fans, a little less heartbreaky than usual what they're dealing with right now, even though they're not completely out of it. And that's for the no, second even game. more so even more so because you you Look, we're talking about offense. So? We're talking about no Jar- We're talking about no Jarvis Landry and no Case Keenum and no Baker, Baker Mayfield, Mayfield and no Case Kevin Keenum, Stefanski. No Stefanski. But you know, yeah. But you know who you have? You may you have a candidate for Defensive Player of the Year. You've got yeah, give uh, up John points. Johnson. That's what I'm saying. So if you're up, you're up at that point. You think if if the game comes down to it. You've got your number one unit on the field, and oh, you well, think you still okay. have a chance of winning that game. From a micro, well, no, okay, you're right. From a micro sense, that's heartbreaking. Sense, well, but from yeah, a micro sense, and to, no, no, you're right. From a micro sense, in terms of last night's game, which you were clearly more invested in than I was, um, yeah, you could, you could, they could have won that game. I'm saying from a yeah. macro sense, if you're the Browns, you're like, well, our replacements are out there. So then the second game, Vikings-Bears. Vikings-Bears. It's like, like, okay, all I can think about with the Bears was that the Giants have their first-round pick next year, a Giants franchise that does not know how to even put together a fan promotion properly. Like, sidebar, quickly. I want to know who was in the room that couldn't read the room that decided that a medium soda, one-per-season ticket holder account was a successful promotion. Not like all y'all get medium sodas, but like whoever his name is on the account, not the whole family. So y'all got to and share this sucker. And how much ice did they put in these what? medium sodas? Right. That's another thing. How much ice did they put in it? You know, that's all yeah, I can think about I'll last night. You. Was Listen, the Bears are gonna have to blow I it up? A franchise, right? I and have a franchise. And I'll give you, I'll give you multiple sodas. I will personally. Right. 
through that. So, the, like, all, what I is could that? Think, all I could think about right. last night at the, in the second game was, my goodness, the Bears are a mess, and they're gonna have to they're gonna fire Nagy per the fans' request, and their first round pick yeah. is with the Giants, who lo- have lost double digits yet again, and who can't get their act together, and they're probably gonna clean house as well. So that's that's where my, I'm, I'm like. I'm over like the rest of this season. I'm struggling with and then here we go. Last but not least Michael on Monday yesterday 47 player positive tests highest in a day since the pandemic began. I mean to me this is this is such a test case for our loyalty our collective loyalty to this product known as the NFL. Because for years we've been discussing oversaturation, as in them not only owning one day of a week, one day of the week on Sundays, but basically seven day a week football. And we went through this, this is deja vu, went through this to a certain extent last year, last season. We had Tuesday night football last year, we had Thursday. But like right now, with Omicron having its way with the planet, the country, this league, all professional sports leagues, it's like at what point is it so watered down until it hurts the product? Like, cause they gonna get these games in, they gonna get these games yeah. in no matter what. These games gonna get, they gonna get these games off. Okay. But who's playing in them? It's like I don't want to watch this. I don't, I'm not, I'm not interested no. in it just because it's on. Yeah, I don't think, I don't think we're at that point where it's hurting the product. Yeah, I'm interested in these games. Wasn't it just? Uh, it was a month ago, month and a half ago, and I know different circumstance because it was injuries. But the Browns mm-hmm. had no Nick Chubb. The Browns had no Kareem Hunt. Hunt. They had Defo- what was De Ernest? My man's name was De Ernest. I've never heard of Balled a De out Ernest. Balled out my fantasy team. Balled out my fantasy team. And yeah. ran with ran with power, precision, and joy. You could feel the joy every time great. Great he broke off like a five, six year, a six yard run, and really salted away the game. Old school. Uh, Browns over Broncos, salted away the game. Remember, yeah, with just I, I saw running plays. All right. Yep. Dearnest gets a shout out after the game from LeBron James in a press conference. He's just full of joy again, right? For real, LeBron was t- was talking about me. He was tweeting about me. Okay, this is why I'm excited. I'm excited okay. because this is this is the product like of that? our times. This okay. is this is where we Ooh, are. All right, let's go deep. Let's go mm. deep. And, You're talking and about the Craig Reynolds of the world, Craig yeah. Reynolds in Detroit. Yeah. Those types of stories. Yes. Uh, who, okay, who's the man? Okay. We talked about it. All right. How about the okay. uh, what was it the right. Arizona Packers game? The guy who was plucked off the Packers uh, off the Cardinals. Yeah, I don't know if that was a COVID thing. You're talking about Razul Douglas. Razul Douglas. But I don't think yeah, that was a yeah. COVID thing. I, it, yeah, but yeah. But, but I'm but saying, but it was just people like, stepping you up. You go deep. You're going deep, 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 okay. deep down. Like who's this guy? Who's okay. this guy? And they emerge okay. because these circumstances, mm. these circumstances, mm. make for some pretty creative moments, some pretty resourceful moments, ah, just like, you know, I, I like where, we are, where we I are, where we are right now. I like that take. You know, Look at where know, we are Michael, right Michael, Michael I, I, mm-hmm. what you're saying mm-hmm. is, this Come is on, for man. the hardcore football fan. This is for the hardcore football fan. That's what you're saying. Come on. This Come is on. for the. This is for Come the. On. This is for the nerd that in all of that, and me and you that likes to find teams. It's like what I asked Thomas about yesterday. You know, put cobbling together a roster, fishing to fishing for players, trying to find people to. I, 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 I guess I get the appeal. 
Just want to point out though, except, more COVID news. Except I know more COVID. I know news. what I'm about to do though. I just I just I just spurred you for another franchise. <laughs> you gonna do, you gonna do franchise mode with like add, with like discount players? Yeah. Okay. Go ahead. Add add Tyreek Hill Ooh. to Travis Kelsey, Harrison Bucker, and others on the COVID list for the Chiefs. Question status in question for Sunday's game against the Steelers. I, I told you before COVID more than any team more than any player more than any injury will determine the Super Bowl champion for the 2021 NFL season. I like what you said just now. Maybe I will enjoy it for what it is. And it's kind of contradictory because you know that I, I, I roll my eyes and uh, is frustrated by the league going the opposite direction. Than I think they should go. Like instead of testing everybody every day, they were like, you know what? Go with God. <laughs> you know, like if you're vaccinated and you're asymptomatic, you ain't getting tested. So I'm like, but the league is collectively fatigued about the situation. The players are collectively fatigued about the situation. And so here they are saying, yo, we got to get these games off. And, and oh, we yeah, got because we got it. We need players to be available quicker if they're asymptomatic and vaccinated then they would have been under the old protocols because people like me don't want to see these randoms. But Michael, you can I, I appreciate that man. That's twice now and, and John Morant and this you've kind of you've, you've touched me right here. I, I, okay, I appreciate right what you said. I appreciate and, that. And Mike, imagine imagine if you win these games. If you're a team that goes in thinking man, we are screwed like if Kansas City on Sunday, if you don't have Tyree kill. You don't have Travis Kelsey. You don't have your kicker and you beat Pittsburgh. Just imagine the confidence it gives you throughout your locker room. You already have a lot of confidence, but those guys who who step up into those vacancies and contribute to the team. They get confidence. They feel like they can do more. The coaches trust them more at the Browns. Yeah. If I know it's a big if, if the Browns had won this game last night. Miles Garrett would have been like, oh, we're destined because he's still he's like, I ain't going down without a fight. We still got a chance to win the North, but if they had won this game, they would have said it's destiny. This is our season. We're the cardiac kids all over again. We're going to win this division. Unfortunately, it didn't happen. No, I Tell listen, you. man. I I feel you. I, I feel you. Um, I'll 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 be more invested than that. I just I guess I just I got tired of looking at Every um, other alert on my phone was some other star player, Jared Goff, Joey Bosa. You know, the list goes on and on and on. Every time, every every time you look on Pro Football Talk or any other website, somebody else going on the COVID yeah. list. And I'm and I'm watching the game. I'm like, I can't even really like evaluate it properly. I think that's my issue. I can't, I'm like, how do you evaluate the Browns and their season if? They don't make the playoffs based off of something that they couldn't even control. Um, yesterday, you right, called Dan right. Campbell the worst coach in the NFL. Now, you made me feel guilty. Now I'm gonna make you feel guilty. Watch this. Okay. Welcome to Detroit. <laughs> Man, I tell you what, we did everything we said we needed to do to that team. We did everything. And I tell you what, defense, you took it personal. It's three and out, man. You guys are making them have to punt. 
we turn the ball over offensively, right? And then we defensively, a mighty 2 4, get them. man. We came after them early, man. We said we're going to be aggressive. We took some shots, and we made them. We made our shots early, and then we just started hammering them. Hell, our first drive was eight minutes, man. You guys are a tough, gritty group, man. You're a tough, gritty group. You always have been, and now you're you're seeing the dividends. Man, look, a team gets one out, two out. We got multiple guys out, and multiple guys stepped up, and that's what we're capable of. Hey man, they playing for that That's dude. Stuff. They playing That's for that stuff. dude. But you're right. But you're right. You're right. You, that that these this adversity is building a collective character. So yeah, I, I'll look at these games a little differently than I was. Come on. Thanks to you, Mike. Dietz and Watson's been making meats and cheeses the right way since forever. What's that mean? It means never cutting corners, ever. It means cooking, not processing. It means our Virginia brand ham that's cooked to perfection, then twice baked to layer the flavors. It takes more time, but you can taste the difference. We come to work every day to do it the right way, even if it's the hard way. Because if it's not right for us, it's not right for you. Dietz and Watson, it's a family thing since 1939. Hey, Mike, I don't have a really cool proposal story. I mean, most important thing is Sarah said yes. Uh, I don't know if you had an elaborate proposal uh, to Oni, a story that she will tell forever, but this jazz dancer, uh, this is one of the coolest ones I've ever seen. A lot of people are, don't like stadium proposals or jumbotron proposals. That's not I'm what this is. First of all, I'm first of all, let's see, but this is different though. First of all, my man got a dancer. So let's just start with that. My man got a Utah Jazz dancer, so he already won. Now, this is like a Steph Curry pull up from the logo. Like, the whole dance crew is dancing to a different tune. She doesn't know what's happening because this is elaborate proposal. So this man will have this young lady. Congratulations. Here's to a lifetime of happiness. She will be telling this story for the rest of her days because you know they love the story. You gotta love this one, Michael, right? You're quiet. You're st- I'm concerned that you don't like this one. I'm concerned. Oh, no. Yeah. I okay. Just, yeah, don't, I just, don't ruin this I, I for mean, me. It's, it's, I mean, it's saying it's great, but it's public. It's in front of all these folks. I don't know that. And I gotta tell you, and this is, it's a beautiful story. And, and Haley, I hope you're with me on this. I don't know the nature of their relationship. I don't know the nature of their relationship. So, like, I, I don't know. It, it's all like uh, this pressure. Maybe. Maybe she didn't want this like this. I, she, I don't know. Maybe seemed, they're not ready for this. Okay. This is all. First of all, now they, when it's public like this, everybody assumes that the relationship is fully formed. It's all ready to go. They talked about this. 
but we don't know. We don't know. I, I okay. This is too much pressure for, on the recipient. I don't like that. Okay. First of all, Our let's properly introduce our guests. This is this is Haley O'Shaughnessy's, the co-host of the Spencer's Spencer's, excuse me, Spencer's podcast. Uh, her first appearance here on Brother from Another. Just want to give you a proper introduction. Thank you so much, Thank Haley, you. for coming through. Now, please set Michael Holly straight. I'm sorry. I'm firmly no public proposals. It's just for exactly why he said, what if you're not sure? Think about all the times that you know somebody who you found out that their significant other, you could be the friend of the person who's getting proposed to, or you'd be the friend who's about to do it, and you know they shouldn't do it. People are clueless. People use power inappropriately, and proposing in front of an arena of thousands of people is using power very inappropriately. That's an abuse of power? Haley, that's an abuse of power, Haley, is what you're yes. I'm telling you. Hey, that, that's a sign that something like, why do you need that? Why do you need that? But Why wait. do you need to do it there? Mm-hmm. Why there in front of all those folks? Ooh, I don't but know. Also, they made wait her look, she looked like she didn't know the routine. That is, for me, the scariest moment. So that's kind of another power thing. First, you're thinking, let me induce fear into her. Oh, my God, I forgot <laughs> this thing that is my job. And then right after that, you're going to replace that fear, swoop in with some relief. And then love. He's love bombing her. It's just not for me. Luckily, I am well, not. I'm neither dating him nor a Utah Jazz dancer. <laughs> wait a second. Doesn't yeah. <laughs> okay. Michael and I argue daily about some play call or some decision that didn't work out, and Michael thinks it was a bad decision because it didn't work out. Clearly, this worked out. Like she seemed elated. How do she we know seemed that? thrilled. We know so she had to look at the film. She had to watch the film. Way. What do you do? She looked complete. What are you gonna do? What if you said you go stand there and do like this? <laughs> Look at this. Look at this MF. I'm like, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? He did this at her job, at her place of work. Oh. Okay, well, that's, that's a, a whole you. that's a whole other thing. Yes, that's a problem. I mean, what if you're on the air right now? I believe you're both married. Let's use me for this example. If somebody came and proposed okay. to me right now, and I'm on with you guys. What am I going to do? I'll fake it. Even if I don't want to marry this person, I'll just fake it. And I'll be like, oh, yes, of course. I'm so happy because I'm, you know, I'm in my place of work technically, which is funny because I'm also in my bedroom. But yes, I I would. I'll accept your representation on this. I guess I just always came from the school of thought. Like if you want to be married, first of all, okay, y'all looking at this from a completely negative place. Y'all looking at it like, oh, well, how do we know if the relationship is fully formed? How we know she ain't been waiting for this day for years? How we know they haven't been laying up at night, not that I have experienced in this, how we know they haven't been laying up at night, shacking up, living in sin, and she been asking him, yo, what we doing? When is this happening? What are we waiting on? What am I? My biological clock is ticking, you know? Like, like, how do we know that this hasn't been a lifetime dream of hers to be proposed to in front of a stadium full of people on her job while she's messing up the routine thanks to all the people who are in coordination with this? This is so special. This is the best proposal. Haley, I'm sorry. This is your first time, but I I I, I got to disagree with you on this. This is the best. What about the Adele proposal? What about when the dude brought his girlfriend out? And she was blindfolded, and Adele started singing. That, like that, you been telling me where's your romance? Where's your sense Bad. of creativity? See y'all, say y'all mm. want us to be creative. You say you want us to go the extra mile. Then when we yeah, do, yeah. you want to nitpick hey. the proposal? Really? Yeah. I want you to be really creative. Early? Just not in front of twenty. Just not in front of twenty thousand people. Yeah, be creative. 
by yourself. Haley, you twenty thousand you people. Wait, for your creativity. Michael, I, I, I'm not interested in you. I don't. I'm not interested in you. I, I know, I, I'm, I I'm interested not. in Haley. I'm not interested Haley. in you either. I'm not interested <laughs> in you. Okay, Haley, you don't want somebody professing their love for you in front of the masses. Isn't that the ultimate grand gesture? You're not into grand gestures. It's not your love language. I don't want to be perceived by the masses ever. It doesn't have to be about love. It doesn't have to be about anything. I do not want to be the center of attention, especially if it's at a life-changing moment. Okay, I'm gonna just take this L. I'm gonna just I'm gonna just hold the L. I, I've I've lost this. I've lost this one. Um, let's just go ahead and move right along. Actually, we'll get to the bad stuff in a minute. Uh, since we're experiencing growth on today's show, uh, earlier. We were discussing, I'm sure you saw it, was John Morant and his, um, his admission, acknowledgement, admission has a negative connotation, his acknowledgement that he was bothered by a courtside fan saying in jest, maybe you should sit back down because the Grizzlies were performing so well in his absence. What did you think of, forget the fan, the fan's an idiot. What did you think of John Morant actually acknowledging that he was bothered by this? Uh, well, first of all, I'm... As a Scorpio, I understand what it means to be sensitive. Um, And so, (laughs) I mean, yeah, look, I, and I don't mean sensitive in a bad way. I just mean, I know what it's like to have your feelings hurt and be open about it. And usually it's pretty rewarding. What's cool about jaw and this new generation of like Gen Z players is that you will notice this is not basketball analysis at all, that they are more open in ways that maybe the millennials and older millennials weren't. Um, Like another example of this is they show a lot of affection to their form to their, you know, teammates and they'll like send hearts on Twitter. Like there's just a lot of things that I'm hoping it's a movement that they'll be more open, but I'm 100% speak your feelings because if you're upset, I mean, this has got to be a totally new thing for him. You've got to think about it. He came into this team, was unexpectedly, became immediately their franchise icon, right? Their leader. And he's expressed, he's experienced nothing but warmth from this fan base. So this has to be a total shock for him. I know he said he's stepping away from social media. I'm very glad that he's doing that. Um, even if it was a joke, even like you said, if it was in jest, that would, this would make me really upset. Um, and also, I think that you start to question yourself. Like, you know, you've been out for a while. If you're out of work, if you haven't been writing, haven't been talking in a while. I mean, this is, again, personal experience. You feel a little bit like, wow, do I still have it? Am I missing it? Players always experience that. They go through real mental dips. It's difficult to be out um, when you're, you know, watching the rest of your team, especially do so well. And the thing that they did well on was defense. Jaw is not known for his defense. I'm sure that there are just a lot of things that could potentially altogether bother him. And I don't think anything's wrong with admitting something bothered you. Okay. Yeah. Uh, now you, you said you like this this generation. You know that that is more open and more expressive. Has it inspired you? You talked about some of the personal things, you know, speaking from personal experience. Has it inspired you to say, okay, I'm going to be more like that? Because I know I have. I'm working on it. I'm not there. I'm far from it. No, it definitely has. I mean, I'm not going to go propose to somebody in the middle of an arena, but yeah, like I'm, I I really am. It's nice. They're more expressive. Like the kids are going to save us. You know, they've got check. We're going to be more open and vulnerable. Check. They're saving the environment and that's good enough for me. So I'm all for Gen Z. I'm going to support Jaw till the end of the earth. He's also one of the most fun players in this league right now. He's been in the league for three years. That is the other point I guess I'll make about him. We have to remember Jaw has never had a normal NBA season. 
He was drafted 2019. Oh. His first year ended in COVID. It ended short. So he has absolutely oh. never had any normalcy um, that we would expect for a player to have. So, uh, yeah, be sensitive. Be, you know, be open that it hurts you because jokes can hurt too. And I'm fine with that. Uh, jokes no, can I hurt you. I appreciate that. Um, speaking of the lack of normalcy, or maybe this is normalcy. Maybe this is the new normal. Um, I think Baxter Holmes put out this was this is probably dated by now uh, that 117 uh, players have been on health and safety protocols uh, 101 this month and it's just the NBA we're talking about as the NFL struggles and as the NHL takes an earlier pause than it was supposed to uh, for Christmas um, and then you have Adam Silver this is this is stuff that's just rolling in uh, just within the hour. Uh, saying that the NBA has no plans right now to pause to pause the season amid COVID-19 outbreaks and specifically the uh, the Omicron variant, which Silver says constitutes 90% of the league's cases. And of course, that league, uh, 97% of which is vaccinated. And he also said that I think 60% or so uh, is boosted or has a booster shot. Um, look, 65%. You know, God knows who's going to be available in a couple of days for the NBA showcase uh, event, which is uh, Christmas Day. Maybe we got our Christmas present early, Haley, in the form of Seth Curry in Madison Square Garden breaking all-time three-point record. Um, how are you, as a, as, a, as a keen and astute NBA observer, handling this craziness in terms of what to make of, 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 the, of the teams and, and who's in, who's out? But, but what is the NBA to do? I'm not looking for you for the answers. I guess... All of us are making it up as we go along, but how do you see this affecting the outcome? What is the right answer? Bubble, pause, you know, decreasing the protocols like the NFL just did. What's the right answer? Yeah, that, that was that was nuts. I saw that the NBA was considering that, um, you know, not testing unless you have symptoms, but they hadn't officially passed that. I also saw the Adam Silver comments. Um, I don't think anymore it's a matter of what's right because what I think is right, what I think is safe is not what a league run by people who make money. That's, you know, their, their one defining trait um, is that they've made money and they want to continue to make money. The league's not going to shut down. Definitely not before Christmas. Like you said, they want the Christmas uh, day game bag for sure. They're not for any reason going to mess up that advertising um, and probably not at all. I mean, that's something that's been true of a lot of national crises in our country, including this pandemic, is the need to ask the question, how bad does it need to be for something to happen? Which is uh, a question that the NBA has already made their stance clear on in this case with the league shutting down like they're not going to do it i'm not a virologist adam silver is not a virologist i'm sure that he is um talking to i would hope he's talking to some i think that because the nba reflects society so much and vice versa what we're seeing is probably like yeah it's really scary that people we know are getting it and um uh you know but if you're vaccinated, there's this like public perception that, you know, largely you will be fine. Like you won't be hospitalized. You might have a couple of days that are bad. And I, again, I'm just saying this is what it seems like. And so I feel like that's what we're all going off of anymore is like what everything seems like. It changes all the time. Um, so, yes, that being said, with minimal effects, um, a league powered by billionaires was not shutting down. Uh, they 
builded the bubble. They have not missed the playoffs. They weren't shutting down then. They are definitely not shutting down now. So I didn't really have an answer for you. I more had um, a cynicism. But yes, I think that we I won't even some- know. Like at the end of this, we'll probably hear, oh, now these players are fine to come back. Every single day, it's probably going to keep changing because you don't really know you have it until it's too late. And then you've been around people, especially if they're all vaccinated. I think we have this sense of uh, security for sure. Uh, Haley, just know that your answer was far better than my question. So thank you for salvaging (laughs) that. Go go ahead, Michael. Well, well, uh, I I do. It was a a good question. It was a good answer. And now I want to take it away from the the mountaintop of the billionaires where, where, where the gods live and drink their nectar. You don't mean to talk more about capitalism. <laughs> yeah, you know, I like that. But, but, but see, let, okay, let's bring it down. Let's bring it down to our level. And we've at Haley, we've had so many conversations. Michael and I have uh, about COVID and how people respond to it. People who are anti-vaxxers, people who are all about the vaccinations and boosters. I'm just wondering, like, what, what's it been like for you in your everyday life, just going around town, doing your normal thing, and interacting with people who are like-minded and who aren't. Like, how are you processing just this uh, as an everyday citizen in the, in the United States? This is a good time for me to talk about this because um, I was in L.A., and now I'm in Kentucky uh, with my family. And so things are drastically different. Uh, there are both viewpoints, both places, but um, Kentucky right now does not have a mask mandate. Um, overall, LA did. But you know, it's also been a lot easier for people to get tests here. Um, for me, especially, I guess we are just talking about, uh, you know, personal experience. It's not like I'm an expert on the testing in LA or Kentucky. I feel like we all might be a little bit experts though, just because we're, we've been so scared that we've researched literally everything um, these last couple of months. So look, when somebody disagrees with what I think is safest and I have family members that do, um, I just try to have the conversation of where I'm coming from. Sometimes this worked, sometimes it hasn't. Um, and the one thing I'm really lucky for is that it hasn't affected anybody in my immediate family, because that's the thing is like, this isn't just a normal debate. This isn't a debate about like, Oh, Kyrie versus, you know, I was going to say Kemba. I got to stop doing that because I feel bad for Kemba. You know, at some point we're going to have to give him a break. Um, it's not a debate, a debate like that. It's not a sports debate. It's a debate that actually revolves around health. And so, um, I have not had always productive conversations, but I have talked a couple of my friends into getting the booster uh, just last week. So I did my part, I suppose. <laughs> I'm wearing masks even in Kentucky. Listen, that's that's real. I mean, it is it's a journey. Uh, you know, my wife was scrambling, looking for at home tests today. Um, you know, as we prepare to host people this weekend. Um, yeah, it's. Um, you know, I, I'm just I'm processing everything you said a minute ago, Haley. Um, yeah. And maybe maybe that's maybe that's what it is. Is and maybe silver might be on to something. Like we're not going to beat this thing. What given a quote all from the, him. That's a that's wh- a great one? quote which, from Adam Silver. Which one? Yeah, yeah this virus co- this virus will not be eradicated. We ha- we all have to learn to live with it. That's a great quote. Yeah, because I mean, I because I, Haley, I, I know I, I was frustrated watching the NFL you know, again, go the opposite direction of where I, where I thought it should go. And, and when it comes to testing uh, vaccinated players, 
I thought everybody should be tested every day. If the goal is to reduce transmission, but you're right. If the goal is to play the games in all of these sports, um, or just to go along with our lives, they're a microcosm. Like larger society, that's like asking is society going to shut down again? Like and at least in this country, we ain't standing for that. Not you know, in they the did US, it once, they ain't no. doing it again. No, right? And so we're here in large part because we didn't do what was necessary on the front end. So what do we do now? We can't undo that. What do we do now? Probably got no choice other than to learn to live with it. Um, yeah. Just don't skip. I think it's more line. of a reality of. of <laughs> it's not really a reality <laughs> anymore. Of like, how do we stop it? It's more like, um, what are we expecting people to expect us to deal with? Uh, and so, yeah, that's kind of it's just the reality. Like the NBA is not going to stop. The NFL is not going to stop. NHL. I was shocked, but I don't expect yeah. anything um, more than what happened initially because that was you know, the most terrifying time. Um, and I think that that was very telling for any institution, not just sports, um, how they handled it. And so, yeah, while it's not what I, it's not my personal belief of what should happen. It is very much my belief that this is what's going to continue to happen. Adam Silver, everyone else says, well, we're going to live with it anyway. Larger society is going to live with it anyway. However, I don't think like, yes, test every day. Um, the thing is, is long COVID does exist. Um, it, I probably for vaccinated people too. Again, I'm saying probably because I am not on that little ticker that has like my name and stuff. Just put on the the bottom one, not a virologist. That would be great, just for you know mm. lawsuit reasons. <laughs> clarity. Um, yeah. Yeah, just for clarity. Um, but yeah. the thing is, like, I would rather look if you've got it, stay inside, stay away from people. The NBA product is not as good. Like these last this last week, uh, Jordan, my co-host and I were just I started playing a game with her. Is this a real lineup or a fake lineup? Um, <laughs> and because, you know, some of them were ridiculous. The, the, right. the, the thing is that I think we're forgetting. And this is why I'm on the side of no test every day. Don't go the opposite way like that. The NFL did. We, we still don't know the long effects. We yeah. still don't know. Yeah. It's not the flu. You know, we still this thing is still new. Um and even if it's just like you, your taste, you know what I mean? You're missing your taste. That's still a neurological function to be able to yeah, taste. So, yeah, A, you don't get to eat. B, well, I mean, you can't eat, but what's the joy? You know, but what's, you can't taste why, what's exactly. the... Exactly, right. The, uh, and then B... The joy, I mean, the, the Omicron is the Grinch because, you know, reportedly the NBA has told teams to be prepared as late as the 24th. Uh for contingencies when it with regards to the Christmas Day game. Uh, and then earlier today, the Raptors charter was taxiing on a runway to take flight to Chicago. To your point, Haley, about fake lineups, seven players in protocols, injuries, and six regular players plus replacements available to play uh, the Bulls on Wednesday. That's from Woj earlier. It's just, thanks for helping us try to make sense of it. It is our belief that you're awesome. The Spencer's podcast is awesome. Uh, let's make this the first of many regular visits, okay? If, if yeah, please. Thanks, guys. Yeah, anytime All you right. want to talk about capitalism, call me. Oh, no, I like your help. That, that was a good breakdown. <laughs> you made it relatable. It was a relatable breakdown. <laughs> capitalism made simple. 
Dietz and Watson's been making meats and cheeses the right way since forever. What's that mean? It means never cutting corners, ever. It means cooking, not processing. It means our Virginia brand ham that's cooked to perfection, then twice baked to layer the flavors. It takes more time, but you can taste the difference. We come to work every day to do it the right way, even if it's the hard way. Because if it's not right for us, it's not right for you. Dietz and Watson, it's a family thing since 1939. You know, in terms of the quarterbacks and all those things, I mean, obviously we'll continue to, to coach Cam and keep, you know, keep, uh, keep building off the good things that he's doing. Um, you know, we have PJ here. Um, you know, we'll find out about Sam today and his health. Um, I have, you know, I, I, I'm not going to look into the future, no hypotheticals. Um, uh, if, if Sam is healthy, I'll, we will practice him and see kind of where he's at. I think it's a good opportunity to see, you know, uh, shake some of the rust off him and see where he's at in the process. So uh, I can't speculate in terms of who will be uh, – will be the you know the full-time guy this week um, until I have more information well you know you just got to keep we keep working you know what I'm saying I think that this the harsh reality about what we do is we only get judged on on Sundays you know so um, never mind what you're going through personally never mind you know what the things are that's happening on the field as well as off the field as a production piece, you know, that's what we're analyzed on, so. You know, Michael, um, Cam Newton said something really powerful there. And it's not unusual, but it's still powerful. And he said, we only get judged by what we do on Sundays. And I think that's apropos for this situation because Cam Newton, I can tell you, I can say this. I've had a lot of comments about Cam Newton had a lot of fun at his expense. It's never been personal. Okay, I like Cam Newton uh, a lot. But I have seen this the last year and a half with Cam. And I didn't know this before. Cam Newton is that dude. Right, if you, you want to talk about just quality individual, I didn't know that he was just such a, uh, such a magnet for people. He's extremely relatable. His teammates, uh, his teammates generally like him. They enjoy him. He just has a way of getting everybody, whether it's the, mm -hmm. first, the, the number one guy on the roster or the 53rd guy, he has a way of just getting everybody involved. It's like a community party with Cam Newton. Mm -hmm. It's like our party, mm -hmm. man. It's like, it's, like a, it's, 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 the, uh, it's the block party. It's the Roots picnic. Um, it is that, that cookout, that mythical cookout, Cam Newton, is the maitre d of the whole thing. So I didn't real I didn't realize about that about him until recently. And I feel like he's doing a lot of things a lot of good things Monday through Saturday. On mm -hmm. Sunday it's not working out for him. Mm -hmm. But I don't understand why Matt Rule because mm. of what I just said. I don't understand why Matt Rule is taking the approach that he's taking with Cam Newton. This is Look, Mike, this is a, a guy who a year and a half, talking about Matt Rule here, a year and a half mm -hmm. into his NFL career, mm -hmm. ain't called out nobody. He has Sam Darnold at quarterback. Sam Darnold turned the ball over left and right. He ain't saying nothing. He ain't got nothing to say. Hey, hey, hey Matt, you there? Is the mic on? You ain't saying nothing about Sam Darnold. Cam Newton mm -hmm. comes in. You're saying, hey, our quarterback can't do this. 
Cam put the ball on the ground a couple of times. Cam made right. the wrong read. That was, that was a run pass option. The quarterback can't, that, you shouldn't have thrown that. Yeah. The ball shouldn't uh, yeah. be thrown. It's a handoff. Yeah. We get a yeah. first down. Yeah. What you doing, bro? What's, what's, it, what's, what's up with this? What, why are you doing this with Cam Newton? And, and, and as I think about it, I've only got one. And it's just a guess. It's not a hot take. I'm just, I got one guess. Okay. Matt Rule, a, a year and a half into his, into his uh, job with the Carolina Panthers, feels like, or maybe has been told, he's got to win a certain amount of games. His job's on the line. Feel, maybe the pressure. Well, feeling some, he, some kind of way, insecure. Maybe that's the well, theme of today's show, insecurities. Uh, whether it's yeah. athletes or coaches. Yeah. Because this doesn't yeah. make any this doesn't make any sense. You got a guy who came off the couch, as right. we previously previously discussed in our first right. episode of Won't He Do It? Uh, okay, a yeah. guy who came off the couch, got into a game, scored a touchdown on a few snaps in an unexpected win over the Arizona Cardinals. A feel-good story, a son of Charlotte. Adopted son of Charlotte, more or less. Yeah, the yeah, the, yeah. the the franchise guy, best the player Carolina in franchise Panthers. history. And yeah. you talk like, what's up? What's up? Like, Cam so, Newton ain't been with you since training camp. Why you why are you acting like this? Right. So a couple of things. Going back to my initial enthusiasm when Cam came back, uh, obviously missed that one. <laughs> he hasn't balled out the way I thought he would. Yeah. Um, no. Far from it, actually. And this might be his last home game coming up this weekend. This could be a significant weekend in the career of Cam Newton. Last home game, last game uh, as a Panther. Um, that's why it would be his right. last home game. And he could be in his last few yeah. games in the NFL for all we know. Um, he's looked bad. He's turned it over. He struggled with the deep ball in particular. Maybe it's because he's been off, not familiar with the playbook. Maybe it's and I've been in denial about this. Maybe he's just not the dude that I thought he was. And I, you know, I looked at last year and I was like, oh, extenuating circumstances. Look at this offseason, extenuating circumstances. Now he's with the Panthers again, extenuating circumstances. Maybe he just isn't good anymore. Maybe. So, I, you know, I talked about blind faith. You know, what we've seen is a pattern here the last few years with Cam Newton, yeah. if we're just being That's real right. about it. On the flip side, this is where I thought you were going, and you did go there, but I'm going to go a little, little bit farther. There's a common, denom common denominator in Carolina as well. You cut Cam Newton, you brought in Teddy Bridgewater. Wasn't Teddy Bridgewater. He wasn't the guy. You brought in Sam right. Darnold. He ain't the guy. You brought in Cam Newton. He ain't the guy. You fired Joe Brady. You made a mistake with Joe Brady. At a certain right. point, you're looking a little funny in the light, Matt Rule. Like maybe the common denominator in Carolina is a common denominator with Cam. Common, you yeah. know what I'm saying? And I'm right. just like, when the Panthers decide this offseason what to do at the quarterback position, they got to take a long, hard look as to whether that quarterback is in the best position to succeed with that head coach. Cam's old for his already, last 12 yeah. as a starter in Carolina. Cam, I think they've already decided. Should not be a. Well, I don't know. Oh, oh, you, oh you, think, you think he's in his last days? You think they make a move yeah, at that coach? I really look, feel Tepper, like Tepper okay. ain't married to nobody. Te I would, it, look, I wouldn't put it past David Tepper to pull a plug after two years. But what do you think, though, Mike? But, but seriously, what do you think? Okay, 
uh, and you, you, you broke it down because I wasn't even going back to Teddy Bridgewater, but I'm glad you brought him up. He didn't call out Teddy. He didn't call out Sam Darnold. Uh, Joe Brady was a statement. Maybe there was a whisper campaign about him, but it was a statement. Hey, we you know go, going in a different direction, uh, but not really humiliated. Brady was not humiliated by Matt rule. And I, I don't want to say that Cam is being humiliated by him, but he is being scapegoated. He's being well, called out. In fairness, haven't called out other now in before. fairness. Why now in fairness okay. today or yesterday? I beg your pardon. Yesterday, it was all, in an effort to overcorrect. Day of game, we heard what Matt Rule said. Day yesterday, in an effort to overcorrect, it seems. Matt Rule was effusive in his praise of all the intangibles that she talked about at the beginning. The worker, the leader, um, the person, all the things that Bill Belichick said in New England. Like, right. when you work to, to know Cam is to love Cam. And Matt Rule yesterday, you'd have thought he was talking about, you know, somebody completely different. Like, it was night and day. Like day before you were talking about it's the quarterback's fault yesterday. He couldn't say enough nice things about Cam Newton. So maybe he realized that he'd gone too far. Part of the reason why I think he may say it about he's Cam done, Newton. It ain't the first time. Ain't the first time he's done it though. It's not the first time he's done. He's this done before. it. It's a last couple of weeks. We no, it's, it's, a, it's a continuing yes. thing. Yeah, but I, but I'm yeah. wondering. Here's what I'm wondering is. And this isn't Cam's fault. Cam by all accounts welcomes it. Like Cam wants the tough coaching. Cam wants the tough love. Like sometimes people are so tough. Sometimes people are such strong leaders. Sometimes people carry such a weight that you know other people don't recognize how much they're putting on them. And they're like, oh, he could take it. Like I could call out Cam because Cam wants to be called out. Because Cam's Superman and Cam's like Cam in the press conference is like, hey, it's on me. He says all the right things. So the coach says, okay, it's on you. Well, let me put some more on you. You know, maybe that maybe that yeah. superhuman strength and exterior makes people comfortable with calling out Cam in a way that with other quarterbacks, they got to play with kid gloves. It might be as simple as that. Or it could be what you're saying, that Matt Rule is running out of scapegoats. Could be that too. Yeah, I, th I think it is. I think that's it. Because if you're Carolina, if you're Carolina, what do you do? And if you're and more specifically, I shouldn't say Carolina. If you're David Tepper, you talk about the owner who's a lot of people have talked about him. Uh, he hasn't been in the spotlight that much lately. When he first took the job, a lot of people were intrigued by uh, a, a very wealthy, very aggressive owner of the Carolina Panthers who was willing to question everything. Why do we do this? Hey, wh why not do something else? Why not do something else? Really the opposite of Jerry Richardson, who was that that founding member, former NFL player, very conservative guy, uh, establishment guy in a lot of ways. But David Tepper is not that. So if you're David David Tepper and that's your personality, and there have been so many stories about how he has been obsessed with uh, Deshaun Watson, and hey, let's do something, right. let's be aggressive, let's do it, let's do it. The fact that he hired well, and Matt stuck Rule, with Sam Darnold. Mind you, they're stuck with Sam yeah. Darnold next year because they picked up that option. After trading what a second round pick and more for him, I think. Yeah, they're stuck with Donald next year. When you work for somebody like this, you ain't stuck with anything. Yeah. Well, that's when true. David Tepper's the owner. You're not stuck with anything. Okay, I just want to say okay. he might be on the roster, but he ain't not necessarily 
uh, knighted to be the starting quarterback. But I wonder if he looks at it and says, I can do better than this. Come on, this is not why I got into the NFL. And young owners often go through this. That first hire, it's very, it's, it rare is the first time owner who comes in, hires the first coach, and they, they just walk off into the sunset together, you know, 10 years later saying, oh, we've come so far. Look, as we hold the Lombardi trophy, there's some stops and starts. Yeah. And, and maybe it takes a, a firing or two to get it right. I'm telling you, if I'm Matt Rule, I'm very uncomfortable right now about my job status with the Panthers. Hey, can I um I want to sneak in yes, one more can. topic. We, we got to go to David Tepper this thing. You can do whatever you want. You're David Tepper. Yesterday, right now. Yes. I know. I was just asking to be polite. Yesterday, um okay. <laughs> yesterday we spent so and that's much why I wasn't time. Polite. It was disingenuous. Go ahead. We it was. We spent so much time debating the merits of going for two that yeah. We didn't talk about we talked about the we, we talked about the Ravens loss and the fact that they lost and how they lost. We didn't talk about what they found. My favorite quarterbacks are the ones that nobody sees coming. And then you can sit around and wonder like what could they be somewhere else? Yo man, have you been peeping what Tyler Huntley has been doing these last couple of weeks and he yes. might get to do it again in place of Lamar Jackson. This coming weekend, like the Ravens may miss the playoffs for all the reasons we discussed yesterday, but in the process, they may have found stability at a position that is to offense, if not more, what the nickel back is to defense. Once upon a time, the nickel corner was like, oh, sub situations. That's a starter. The backup quarterback is, is effectively a starter in the NFL now. And to find a backup quarterback to Lamar Jackson, whose style puts him at risk. This dude did something that last game Lamar Jackson has never done, which is rush for two touchdowns and throw for two touchdowns. This guy, I'm fascinated by the story. We don't even have the time to get into it like we should. His journey, undrafted out of Utah, when a lot of people said this dude is a prospect, but nonetheless, the process left him undrafted out of Utah. The Ravens waved him so somebody else could have got him. Yeah. He was on a practice squad five times. Five times. Won the number two job, balled out in his last preseason. Damn near came back to be beat Chicago in his first start this year. Damn near came back to beat Cleveland last week. Damn near beat Aaron Rodgers this week. They lucky he's okay. an exclusive rights free agent because there's nothing better if you're an NFL team than copying off somebody else's paper. In other words, Oh, the Raiders have done out the Ravens. Excuse me. Have done our work for us. <laughs> Here's a guy that's yeah. got NFL film. We need a quarterback. How can we get that guy who we've seen perform at an NFL level, albeit in the Ravens system? We don't. He's not. A, he's not a projection the way he would be coming out of college, the way he was coming out of college, and we missed. Look, the Ravens ain't gonna let this dude go. So it's kind of a moot point. Okay. Um. But nonetheless, he's got a bright future in this league, and I just didn't want to go without talking about him. Okay, I'm glad you brought him up, but I'm just gonna ask you a very simple question. And you know, good, good breakdown on him. Man, they play the Bengals on Sunday, and the winner of that game probably is gonna win the AFC North. Do you feel comfortable? Like. You feel comfortable with him with the season on the line. You say, hey, we're good. This, this, this kid's special. 
against your Bengals? He, like you are, you're, you're kind of in a pickle. This is a pickle for Michael Smith. Like, who are you rooting for? Are you rooting for the Bengals? I'm rooting for me. Are you rooting for the Kings? So I'm rooting to not be wrong about the Bengals, but I'm saying Tyler Huntley okay. looks like he's he's that dude, and he's not just a backup quarterback. You said this yesterday. It's like, oh, well, that's the backup quarterback. Like he's a starter for somebody someday. Not now. He ain't Lamar. Ain't no controversy in Baltimore. Yeah. Yeah. But they, if, if they miss the playoffs, they found a quarterback. In the meantime, hey, this dude is Christmas. more than holding it hey. down and holding his own. I'm I, disappointed. But to question, I'm nervous. I'm nervous. Yeah, I'm, I'm nervous. disappointed. I'm in nervous. You. I'm disappointed in you. Can I tell you why I'm disappointed why? in you? It's the Christmas season. It's better to give. Don't root for yourself. Root for this kid. You just talk I about just don't him. have to listen to why you. Why are you rooting for yourself? I, because you're you going to be sweating in the Christmas. You're going to be sweating Tyler Huntley if he balls out we're against gonna be my off the air. We're going to be off the air, oh, man. Right. You don't have to worry about that's this. That's right. You got to worry we about gotta, we, You got to worry I about that. I got to see you till January 3rd. But on January 3rd, <laughs> if the Bengals are not in the playoffs, I got to hear from you. <laughs> uh, what if I promise not to bring it up? Dietz and Watson's been making meats and cheeses the right way since forever. What's that mean? It means never cutting corners, ever. It means cooking, not processing. It means our Virginia brand ham that's cooked to perfection, then twice baked to layer the flavors. It takes more time, but you can taste the difference. We come to work every day to do it the right way, even if it's the hard way. Because if it's not right for us, it's not right for you. Dietz and Watson, it's a family thing since 1939. I think what I have to say about yesterday's Lions-Cardinals game is better served uh, as a retort. Now, I can go if you if you just prefer me to go. I'm always ready to go. But I think it's better served as a retort. I think, I think yeah, I told you so should go first. So they're a nice team. They'll make the playoffs, obviously. Um, I don't think we'll be seeing them in Los Angeles either. So I, I kind of – I didn't expect them to lose to the Lions. All that being said <laughs> – this is so perfect. This, ladies and gentlemen, this is the this is a textbook example of confirmation bias. The Lions are better than their record. They are. And you know why they don't have more wins? Because now that Urban Meyer is out of the NFL, they have the worst coach in football. And, and I'm not saying he's destined to be that for the rest of his career. The games that I've watched, I haven't watched all their games because you know, life's too short. I want to enjoy it. But the yeah, games that I've watched, <laughs> the games that I've watched in the Lions, Dan Campbell and his staff, down goes that cup. Um, Dan Campbell and his staff have coached them out of at least two or three wins. They, like, they should have beaten Chicago on Thanksgiving. If I'm a Ravens fan, I'm not happy with my head coach. He's a good head coach. He's a Super Bowl winning head coach. He's got a good record got a good sensibility. I'm not happy with him. And not just because he has gone for two in these situations. Now I'm getting up emotional. My nose is running. Now I'm getting emotional. Uh, not just is. because he... You sure that's uh, all it is? Oh. Hey, I don't know about you, man. Every, every, time I sneeze, every time I sneeze, I get nervous nowadays. Now if it was blood, we'd be uh, talking about something else, you know, but go ahead. That's a perfect way to uh, wish a happy 73rd MF and birthday to Samuel MF and Jackson. Haven't you seen? I'm not yelling. 
<laughs> Juice? This is how that I was talk. a good one. <laughs> yeah, right? I mean, well, cause so so the end of that best of that we just rolled. Nice job, Wyatt. I think yesterday, if I'm not mistaken, you said, Mama, I didn't smoke that TV. You quoted Gator. Mama, I smoked today, that TV. <laughs> and today, here we are, wishing the legendary Samuel L. Jackson a happy birthday. I believe, don't quote me on this, I believe he's the highest grossing actor of all time. I mean, his career goes back forever. Is that right? We couldn't, I think so. Him or Harrison Ford, wow. I think it's him, though. Um, he, I mean, we couldn't begin to rank or even talk about our favorites because he's just been so Impossible. omnipresent and frankly omnipotent and and and, and, and omniscient. Man, by the way, when it comes, you know what I'm Morehouse. saying? From sticking up McDowell's, telling anybody move, I'll blow your effing head off, to Nick Fury and everything in between, the man is just an icon. I love you, Sam Jackson. Happy birthday, and brother! And you know what? So good to have. In line, that's right. Yeah. Happy birthday! In line with your feed, the way you wrote it. Hey, reach in there and get my wallet. Which one's your wallet? It's the one that says. It's my favorite. Bad enough on it. <laughs> it's my favorite movie of all time. Still, Pulp Fiction is. If I had to pick a definitive Sam Jackson role, it's Jules Winfield. Favorite movie of all time. But I'm doing him a disservice. Happy birthday, brother. Happy. Dietz and Watson's been making meats and cheeses the right way since forever. What's that mean? It means never cutting corners, ever. It means cooking, not processing. It means our Virginia brand ham that's cooked to perfection, then twice baked to layer the flavors. It takes more time, but you can taste the difference. We come to work every day to do it the right way, even if it's the hard way. Because if it's not right for us, it's not right for you. Dietz and Watson, it's a family thing since 1939.